ever worked with somebody who has sucked your energy and the life force out of you. To be fair, I will be absolutely surprised if you haven't. Can you remember what it feels like? You feel really heavy and drained. And sometimes you're just thinking, what on earth was that all about? Hi, I'm Wendy Keir, the UK's leading virtual summit online conference expert. Also founder of the first live online speaking club, Virtual Speaking Pros. On the podcast today, I want to share with you the top five common mistakes I have personally experienced virtual summit and online conference speakers make so you can avoid them. Let's start at the beginning. Number one, poor setup. Now, poor setup can include a number of elements. Firstly, the quality of the sound is dodgy. It's really not good enough for a online conference. It's really patchy. The voice is echoey. So it's important for you as a speaker to invest in decent equipment. It's not expensive these days. Now included within the poor setup also is the background of where you're being filmed. Most online conferences, virtual summits these days are done via video. Now you can imagine there's quite a lot going on here. You could have poor lighting, a poor background. You could have even noise in the background that interferes with the cleanness of the recording that people are going to listen to. So a combination of poor sound and a poor surroundings can have massive impact on the experience, not only for the host who spent a lot of time organising the event, but also for the audience and the listeners as well, because it will be so distracting, they won't listen to you. Number two, not being ready. Now, what I mean by this is, is that people aren't prepared. Speakers aren't always prepared. If you were going to speak at a live gig, I would like to think that you would be prepared. You'd have your material ready, you'd practice your speech over and over again. You know exactly what the event is about, you know what it's delivering, you know what its focus is. But it's quite shocking how many virtual and online conference speakers that aren't prepared. They don't necessarily understand what the event is about. about. They're not prepared in their delivery. So the material isn't ready or their slides aren't ready. As you can imagine, this puts the host in quite an uncomfortable position, particularly if you're doing this live. And it's also very disrespectful to the host not to be ready, not to give your best content. For some reason, when people are speaking virtually and online, they don't give it the same attention they would if they were speaking at a live gig. But here's the thing, peeps. Speaking online can reach a much bigger audience in its thousands, in its hundreds of thousands, depending on how the content is going to be repurposed. 
So what you're doing is you're actually damaging your own credibility and your authority because it will look poor, it will come across poor, people will not watch it. And also, the host will never recommend you. They won't work with you again and they won't recommend you for other events. You may never find out about it, but it definitely happens. There are people that I just will not recommend for speaking online. Number three, part of number two really, and it's about not being ready, but they have to be chased for information. People have to be chased. This is a real pain and takes up quite a lot of admin focus that people are constantly being chased for their bio, the links of the gift or the bonus that they want to present in the virtual summit or the online conference for people to get access to. They're constantly being chased for information. So you have to ask yourself, when people are presenting themselves as professional speakers, do they really earn the crown of professional. They may be a speaker, but they're not, not necessarily presenting themselves as a professional speaker. When you start to add this all up together, it presents a very clear picture of that individual. Number four, virtual summits and online conferences are all about collaboration. They're all about pulling together to bring an awesome online conference and event together. Now, what you'll find as a host is people will agree to do things and then they just don't do it. This has for sure a detrimental effect on the online conference and virtual summit. It's unfair for the other speakers who are involved. It's unfair for the host for that individual speaker to commit to an event and then not do what they said they would do as part of the collaboration to come together and work together. Now, virtual summits are different because they are focused around collaboration. If you're hosting your own virtual summit or online conference and someone says, nah, I'm not doing that, there's nothing wrong with that. And actually that's a really good thing that they've said that early on because you might be able to negotiate something else that'll benefit the community and your business. You don't want to get into the situation whereby they are just benefiting. This is a relationship. It's a strong relationship. It's a strong foundation for working together collaboratively for now and into the future. By the speaker not doing what they said they would do, it breaks their credibility and authority. Number five. Now this is my absolute favorite. All focused on the relationship. People will treat you as if you're a one night stand. Let me explain this. They're so busy focused in on their own marketing, stuck in that hamster wheel of marketing, 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 not breathing. And they haven't really invested 100% in your virtual summit or online conference. So they'll show up, they'll do the interview, 
you'll have to consistently chase them and you'll never hear from them again. They just disappear. So they're not really in for that two-way relationship or they're not really into working collaboratively. They're just in for showing up, delivering the talk and then walking away. Now, virtual summits and online conferences really don't work like that. So as a host, what you can do is you can feed that back to the speaker. So you're making them aware of how they've shown up, how they've got involved, what they haven't delivered on. As hosts, we put a lot of energy and a lot of time into bringing our events together. So of course, we expect the people that we are working with to perform and to perform to the best of their ability and not just to treat the event as a one night stand. I really wanted to share these common mistakes with you so you could have a think about your own behaviour and how you're interacting with virtual summits and online conference hosts and just use your check sheet and go through what's my setup, how does the background look, what's my sound like, make sure that you're ready, think of it as a massive live speaking gig where you've got a room of a thousand people so you need to be the best that you can possibly be when you're delivering. Get your bio, the information that the host needs to them early. Don't let them chase you for the information. You've got to remember the host is marketing the event at the end of the day. And if you're slow on doing things, you're going to be put to the back of the queue. That's the reality of the situation. They can't market what you're not giving them. Make sure that you're doing what you've agreed. Now, I personally have a contract for the virtual summits that I host, online conferences, people sign a contract and I hold them to that contract. I believe that contracts are really important when you're putting on an online event. People say you can't start the relationship with contracts. Actually, I think you can start the relationship with a contract because it sets very clear boundaries. And when you're working with professional speakers, particularly in the UK, they expect a contract. So if you don't give them one, it looks slightly unprofessional. So check your contract. What is it you've been asked to do? Give it to your VA or do it yourself. And don't treat people like a one night stand. Follow up, see how the event's going. Ask them if there's something you if there's something you could do that you could help them with. Be part of the event. Don't just show up, use it and walk away. It's not the way to conduct business on a virtual summit. It's not the way to conduct business. And it's certainly not how I continue the relationship with the speakers that I have been involved with. Cherish the relationship. It's a foundation. It's the first stepping stone. From this interaction, you'll be able to move forward and do all sorts of ventures together. Joint venture partnerships, you can deliver training together. There's all sorts of opportunities. Really avoid treating your host like a one-night stand. It's detrimental to you.
And it also says to me that you're stuck on the hamster wheel. You're just going from one gig to another, to another, to another. And your follow-up isn't how it should be. Virtual Summits presents an introduction to profitable virtual summits and online conferences. It's perfect for you if you want to do it yourself. And you want to see if a virtual summit or an online conference is a good fit for you and your business before making that commitment. Understand how to make a good return on investment. I share my expertise with you, taking you step by step. You can go it alone, make costly mistakes and burn out. Or let me become your virtual summit online conference experts. All you need to do is type into Google virtualsummits.co.uk forward slash profitable.